Today's episode is brought to you by PodcastLeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then, world changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff Dubinois, and I'm using podcasting to build a seven-figure empire, and this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test, and I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey there, World Changers. Cliff here. Once again, we are continuing our series on using lead generation with all the different social media platforms out there. I'm really excited about today's interview. Now, take a trip back in time to 2011 while working in the corporate world. Today's guest presented a new opportunity to better engage prospective customers using LinkedIn. And of course, she was told, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. How many times have we heard that one? Ironically, she was treating her career the exact same way, sticking to what felt familiar while creating her own glass ceiling, even though she was getting overlooked and she was undervalued. Four years later, she left her 20-year, six-figure career to be the change that she wanted to see. Now being ranked in the top 1% of LinkedIn users globally, her LinkedIn advice and strategies have been used to re-engage lost customers, gain Fortune 500 contracts, develop strategic partnerships, close deals worth $300 million for leaders, startups, mid-sized businesses, business accelerators. She has been featured in Oprah Magazine, Black Enterprise, and the New York Times at multiple and numerous conferences and summits. Fellow world changers, please welcome to the show, Deborah Ashley. Deborah, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Cliff. And hey to the world changers. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, I'm very, very happy and excited to have you on the show today because LinkedIn, well, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you my background, where I'm from. I'm actually a New Yorker by where I grew up. Uh, I live in the Florida area now. And ironically, it was a lot of what I'm doing now has been the accidental success, right? Um, I worked in Atlanta for, you know, for about 10, 15 years where I worked with startups. And then I ended up working with Ideal Image and their, their corporate office is in the Tampa Bay area. So they moved me here to the Tampa Bay area. And I got to this point where I was bored, right? Um, I'm your typical high achiever where we have specific goals that we're looking to reach. And if we don't find the challenge in those areas anymore, we realize it's time to um, to move on. Right. So the interesting thing is when I um, initially, I didn't plan on necessarily leaving the corporate world altogether because I've started businesses in the past and I've worked them on the side. Um, but I knew it was time to share the knowledge and insight that I have um, with others, particularly, uh, you know, small to mid-sized businesses that don't have the large million dollar budgets to advertise, um, which as we know right now, the, those budgets for TV and all of that stuff, that doesn't even matter as much anymore. So right. um, that's a little bit about my background. Excellent. And how did you, because I, I know we talked about it before about about how you you found a way to engage with, with prospective customers using LinkedIn. How did you get started with LinkedIn? Well, here's the interesting thing. When I first uh, started in the online space, I didn't really understand or I didn't know that there was this entire world of business owners online 
um, that they, where they primarily did business. So I was on Instagram. Um, I, that's where I started everything. I was just sharing content. And one day someone tagged me in a post. Uh, I think there was, believe it was a realtor. They were looking for someone to help them with their marketing. And that's when the light bulb, the light bulb went off. And, you know, I thought, okay, so they've never met me before, but they're willing to work with me and trust me with their business by a simple tag. Then I discussed, so I was doing um, actually Instagram social media management for a while, playing small, I might add. Then I discovered the whole world of Facebook and Facebook groups. And one day um, a business coach reached out to me. She said, I've seen your LinkedIn background. There's, there's you know, you're, you're playing really small with what you do. Um, you could definitely help people to, to start and run their business. Of course, I didn't think about it that way. But I happened to go onto LinkedIn that week and I just went to uh, update my profile because back in those days, LinkedIn was more about resumes and recruiters and no one was thinking about it from the business standpoint. Right. Um, and I didn't think about it that way either, right? When we think about pre-Microsoft. So I went and I updated it um, just to say that I've left this corporate position. I'm, I'm, I am now an entrepreneur uh, business owner, and I help clients with uh, online marketing. Two days later, someone reached out to me on LinkedIn, and they wanted help with their or the marketing plan for the online space. And that's when I got you know the shock of my life again, just like the Instagram thing. Um, so I started to use LinkedIn a little bit more. I wasn't using it to help people though; I was using it for my own brand, just to put myself out there, just to see what it would be like. And I, you know, I developed fairly quickly a brand for myself and then others started to reach out to ask me how they, how I can help them to do the same for themselves. So that's where all of this um, was born. Uh, and for me, you know, a lot of people, I'm known as the LinkedIn black belt. That was assigned by someone else because I was never <laughs> title, right? You know, it's that, it's that modesty we get from the um, corporate world. I would never assign myself that title. Right. But I decided to step into it because what I was noticing, they were, there were a lot of overnight experts just giving really, really bad advice about LinkedIn. And one thing that really drives me more than anything is when I see, um, you know, the, the advice given by the wrong people being picked up and used in the wrong way. So I decided, okay, let me go ahead and share my voice, share my insight. So at least people who bump into, you know, the wrong people, they can remember my advice and they can at least question it. If they're being told to do specific things on LinkedIn, they can question it because they heard something different from me. So that's really where all of this came from. Nice. And and I think that in talking about all the different social media platforms that are out there, especially because a lot of small businesses uh, do kind of move in that, that B2B space. When I talk with them, I'm always interested that when they start talking about doing any kind of lead generation or marketing, their default is always Facebook, right? So if we're going to run ads, we got to do it on Facebook, right? If we're going to post something, it's got to be on Facebook, right? Facebook, Facebook. And I guess from a branding standpoint for Facebook, you know, that's completely awesome. But people always seem to be overlooking LinkedIn. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there is that still there's <clears throat> there's still that mentality that they don't realize LinkedIn is for business at this point. They still think about and, and even still to this day, I've spoken to people and they just still think about it as a resume and recruiter platform. But when I think about how you can better utilize LinkedIn over, say, Facebook ads or Google ads, you can literally handpick people. Like you can go into Sales Navigator and you can say, I want a CEO 
um, from this level company with a marketing department that may have uh, grown by 10% over the past six months. And you're just going to get a, a, the names of every single person. And even you can then you can get the people within that company. So I think it's, it's, it's very highly targeted. Um, obviously, LinkedIn ads are a little more expensive. But if you have the time, you can manually do it yourself. Sure. And this kind of leads into my next question, but I want to make sure that we that we really explore it. I, I know you talked about being able to highly target people that are in a company, where, whether it's, you know, 10 employees or 10,000 employees. What are some of the like really key strategic advantages of using LinkedIn? So when we think about the advantages of LinkedIn, the biggest advantage is building that brand presence. Um, positioning yourself as an industry leader more than anything as a trusted industry leader. With that, you get to have what typically starts as cold leads, they quickly grow into warm leads. Because the people on LinkedIn, compared to, say, uh, an audience on Facebook, they are looking to do business right now. On Facebook, maybe you're sharing pictures of your dogs, maybe you're sharing graduation pictures, maybe you're sharing pictures of your grandkids. But LinkedIn specifically, they are there to do business with other people. Um, still, of course, we have the recruiting side. But when someone appears in your inbox and they want to, and I learned this lesson, and they want to have a conversation with you and they leave their phone number, that means they're ready to speak with you. Right. Um, versus on Facebook, maybe someone feels that they need to be in your world for six to 12 months before they can make a decision to work with you. Um, LinkedIn is just, you know, that, that instant, as long as you've built up that right presence, it's that instant, instant decision that people make to want to work with you or not. Yeah. You bring up a good point. Cause this is something in my researching of all of these different platforms out there that it really is. You got to really think about the intent of the user when they're engaging with a platform. Like you said, somebody's going on to Facebook because they want to see pictures of the neighbor's dog or you know, their, their friends bar mitzvah or whatever it is versus yeah. on LinkedIn, it's all business all the time. Right. And here's the wonderful thing. Here is the great thing. And I tell, you know, whether marketers, consultants, I tell them this all the time. You would not believe even the largest companies with the biggest budgets for marketing for different things. They have no idea what they're really doing. There are a lot of these companies that when you go into their back end, and I spoke with a company last year who was uh, bringing me in to do um, a presentation on, you know, how to market online. And, you know, my main question was, what are you doing now? And they told me, I said, okay, so how do you measure the effectiveness? Uh, they said, oh, we just feel it out. We just see how people feel about it. No <laughs> <laughs> and this is a billion dollar company, by the way. Wow. So, yeah. So I, you know, and there was another um, large healthcare brand. I was speaking with the CMO. I was helping her with her um, profile. Then we were looking at her content and uh, they leave links, which one thing you don't want to do on LinkedIn when you put in that content, you don't want to leave links inside the content because that the, um, you know, the algorithm will not share your post with others because they don't want you taking them off the platform. But uh, incidentally, she was leaving links. And I said to her, I said, how are you tracking those links? You have a different link for, they did a, a several events. I said, do you have a specific link that you, um, you know, that you airmark for specific events? And she said, no, we use the same link. So they don't necessarily think about things that we may already know. So I think we, you know, people are intimidated by LinkedIn. So they tend not to get on the platform, but there's a lot of insight that we have that, that you know, your, your perfect customer needs. 
wasn't even aware of that myself because I know I've written LinkedIn content before where I've included links in there. So I was probably shooting myself in the foot while I was doing it. So I learned yeah. something already. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. You know, when you think about it, um, LinkedIn is in business just like Facebook or, you know, Facebook and Instagram, one entity. They're in business to sell, you know, advertising, right? Right. So when we think about LinkedIn at this point, there's about 760 million users on LinkedIn. Maybe about 40% of those users log in on a regular basis. LinkedIn considers if you log in weekly on a regular basis. So when LinkedIn thinks about how can we, um, you know, pitch or promote ourselves to advertisers, they want to be able to say, okay, we have about 30 million users who log in at least weekly and they make about 75,000 um, a year and they stay on the platform for four hours a day. So if you're able to pitch that and show the data to a, a company, then obviously that's going to be a no brainer for someone to advertise on the platform. But if you, if people are, you know, on the platform for 30 minutes, they see your post and now they're off the platform, then LinkedIn loses. Um, so they make sure that, you know, according to, the, the word and they use, they make sure that their users have a pleasant experience. And the pleasant experience means staying on the platform. So, uh, yeah. Yes, definitely. And, and I get your point there because it's, you know, it's like when you're posting videos to, you know, Facebook, for example, Facebook will give priority if you post the video natively versus if you put a link to like YouTube, for instance. So absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I do want to talk about your five day LinkedIn as a sales generator training that you have. And uh, I know that you gave away a lot of that training for free and there was some angst when you actually took it down. So if it's okay, I'd like to talk a little bit about day one. Day one is your go-to authority brand. Can you tell us a little bit about your thinking behind that? Yeah, definitely. Um, here's the thing. When I first came on the online space, like I mentioned, I have 20 years of experience, but there was an intimidation factor, not just, you know, for uh, just online in general, but on LinkedIn specifically. And a lot of people, although they have decades of experience, although they have value, very, very valuable knowledge, they are not um, confident in stepping up to say they are an authority. And you know, when we think about the type of companies that are going to invest in working with you as a, a solution, right, as an as a advisor, they want someone who they see as an authority, they want someone who they see as an industry leader, so day one was really about being able to, it's a bit of a mindset, right? Shift that mindset to understand that your decades of knowledge, or even if it's five years of knowledge, it's worth a lot to these, um, to these companies and being able to step outside who you think you are and realize that other people get you and see you as an authority. So I took the viewers through an exercise where I had them say, what are you an authority in? And how are you going to step up to become that authority? So it was really fun to see a lot of people step up and say, I'm an authority in, you know, a particular thing. I, I think it, was, it would be similar to what you do for the world changers, right? Um, I'm a world changer in this particular area. So yeah, it was, it was really fun to, to see people really step outside who they thought they were to step into who they really are. Yes. And that was... Um... The, 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 the term that I've heard tossed around quite a bit is imposter syndrome, right? So people are saying, well, why would somebody look at me as an expert, like, you know, like in LinkedIn or for podcasting or for lead generation or, or something along those lines? So uh, kudos to you for having them go through that exercise, because I don't think people give themselves enough credit. 
No, they don't. Yeah, the, the very interesting thing. I worked with a client last year. Um, she's a military spouse. And for about five years, she was not in the, you know, quote unquote, working world. She was supporting her husband um, as he moved around as a naval officer. So when I first reached out to her, um, I, well, she reached out to me, but when we first discussed how we're going to position her on LinkedIn, I said, I think the great thing would be to position you as an, uh, an expert and advocate for military spouses and an authority in this field. And she said, well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna call myself an authority, but I said, well, you don't have to, you just have to stand out and you have to share the type of content where people realize you are an authority and other people will brand you that way. Within two months, someone from Microsoft reached out they were looking to put together a pilot program for military spouses and they brought her in uh, to, to uh, manage that pilot program. So yeah, it's not even about, <clears throat> it's not even about having to say you're an authority, but it's being able to step into that confidently and other people will start to champion for your brand and other people will share your work and then you're, gonna, you're going to start getting noticed. So when we think about LinkedIn as a lead generation tool, it's about making sure that you're building the right relationships and you're positioning yourself the right way so other people are champion, championing for you in rooms that you've never been into. That's awesome. I love that story. I'm, I'm a big advocate for the military. So that right there just really, uh, that just really hit home. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. Uh, if, if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, you know what, I would really start to like I would like to start using LinkedIn today, right? Maybe I'm a little bit rusty on it. I haven't been in there for a while. What would be like a piece of advice or maybe a tactic that you could give them to help them start moving forward on using LinkedIn as a platform? Sure. The, the first thing and the most important thing would be your profile, because whether someone takes a look at you, they Google your name and they find you on LinkedIn, it typically comes up as a first or second um, uh, line item, or they find your content, they're always going to go back to your profile. So the biggest thing I would do is get clarification on why you're using LinkedIn. Are you using it for brand awareness? Are you using it to get specific contracts? Are you using it just to have a brand presence there? And then once you do that, the big things when you want to build out that profile, you want to think about um, how do I want to position myself in the mind of the buyer? So we're going to now build that banner image. Never leave that banner image as that blue background that LinkedIn has for us initially, right? You want to build out your banner image to paint that narrative of who you are and what you do. So as an example, if you are a speaker or a trainer, it would be great to have an image of you speaking before an audience as the banner image. Another piece that's going to follow you throughout the platform that's going to be super key would be your, your profile picture. You want to have that profile picture that just that circle around your face, make that 60% of that entire area. Um, there's one website that you can go to if you're unsure of what type of profile picture can I put on. A lot of people are even, um, they get stuck in what should, what should my picture be on LinkedIn. There is a website, photofeeler.com. You can share two or three images and you will get people with, um, they don't know you, obviously. They will rate your profile picture based on competence likability and um, if you're influential. And that's the same thing that people on LinkedIn will be, go, uh, will be looking at. I'm not affiliated with it, but I, I know it's a great tool that I use with my clients and it's gonna help you decide what picture is going to work best for my audience types. Um, so your banner image, your photo will be very key and your headline. 
uh, speaking to who do you help? Because LinkedIn within itself is a search engine. So we have to make sure you're visible. So who do you help and what's the result of, of the help that you provide and maybe something that's a piece of social proof and then just building out the rest of your profile, keeping in mind that LinkedIn will increase your visibility if you use those keywords. That was a mouthful, but I hope that helped someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. And that's, I've heard about this before, about LinkedIn being a really great uh, search engine. And I would love to, obviously, I would love to delve into that a lot more, but I know we're bumping up against our time here. So if people want to ask uh, further questions about, you know, the types of headlines or the profile or whatever it is, what would be the best way for them to be able to connect with you online? Absolutely. They can find me on LinkedIn. Um, hashtag is another lesson in itself we can talk about. But if they do a search for hashtag the LinkedIn black belt, they can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram that way. If they are on Facebook, they can find me in my community where I spend a lot of my time. It's called um, LinkedIn Secrets, LinkedIn Money Secrets, and that's on Facebook. But obviously, the easiest way to find me would, would be on LinkedIn by searching either by my name or that hashtag. I also offer weekly trainings inside my Facebook community. So um, if someone wants to take a look at those trainings, that would be good too. Our audience, we will have those links in the show notes down below. Deborah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for this. I've, I've learned a lot today. So thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. Thanks so much for having me, Cliff. I really appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Before you go, if you're wondering how you can use podcasting for your business, then visit podcastleadgeneration.com and get the framework that showcases three ways to generate more leads for your business using podcasting. Once again, that's podcastleadgeneration.com. Make it a great day.